Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on, Hokie fans? Welcome to this week's Triumph Spotlight here on TSL Today. Justin Mutz is one of the most memorable Hokies of this generation and probably ever in Virginia Tech athletics. 1,000 career points, ACC champion, ACC Scholar Athlete of the Year. We've got Jay Muddy in the studio, and we can't wait to get it going. Justin Mutz coming up next. It's TSL Today from Blacksburg. Today's show is brought to you by Triumph NIL. Triumph NIL was founded to create meaningful name, image, and likeness partnerships for student-athletes. Triumph seeks to maximize individual and group earning potential and provide clarity to key stakeholders throughout creative activations. Their motto, recruit, retain, Reward Again, thanks so much to our partners over at Triumph NIL. I'm Giovanni Heater, joined alongside Managing Editor David Cunningham. And of course, across the way, Justin Mutz. Thanks so much for being here, man. How you doing? I'm feeling great. Thanks for having me. That was a really a warm welcome. I appreciate that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So excited to uh, have you on here for the Triumph Spotlight. And I uh, want to start by taking you all the way back. Kind of have a little bit of a reflection moment here to start out our interview. Um, it was a while ago, it feels like, that you first got to Virginia Tech. Uh, you played at High Point and then Delaware before coming over to be a Hokie. What brought you here in the first place? Yeah, um, really just working my way through college basketball, you know, going to High Point, Delaware, having, a, you know, solid seasons at both of those schools, then put my name in the, the portal pretty late in the process, actually. Tech reached out to me uh, and just had a you know amazing kind of pitch, just, just like the family dynamic here. You know, just being able to be connected with everybody that I'm around. And that's something that I really value. So just having that opportunity to do that and then weighing it up against, you know, the alternative schools that I was looking at at the time, I felt like this was the best decision for me to make. Yeah. And thinking about it now, um, that that family dynamic, I know it's something that you and, and all of your teammates and, and Coach Young really harp on. Um, looking back on it now, are you – could you imagine any other way, like any other school that you could go yeah. to? Like, I, I think a lot of, for a lot of Virginia Tech fans, they probably look at you and go, man, I can't imagine Justin Mutz anywhere else. Yeah, no, I'm I'm so grateful for the way everything, you know, went. Just having my, my, my time here, the opportunity to meet amazing people, you know, the love that's been shown to me. I, I couldn't be more grateful and I wouldn't have changed that experience for the world. I mean, I wouldn't be the person that I am today had I not had the experience of, you know, being a Hokie. And I mean, I'm always going to be a Hokie. I'm just like so grateful to be a part of that, you know, that base. Yeah, we talked about that kind of in the intro a little bit. When people think of Virginia Tech student athletes from this generation specifically, like the students that are here now, um, to put it in perspective, bunch of my roommates were buying jerseys right mm -hmm. um for this upcoming year and they're like oh should we get couture should we get padula and everyone was like no nah, we got to get a justin mutz jersey because that's a name that 10 years from now 15 years from now um when their sons ask who's that 
you'll remember exactly who that is. So um, no doubt about it that you're a memorable Virginia Tech figure for for our generation, uh, students and, and fans alike. Um, what was some of your favorite moments playing all the way towards the beginning? And, yeah. of course, it culminated with an ACC championship. Yeah, for sure. Um, favorite moments just have to be just like outside of just basketball, just, you know, going to football games and, you know, just having that experience of – you know, understand, man, everybody's jumping and then actually being being a part of that experience for those athletes. You know, those are some really good guys. They, they work hard. You know, they they, they they should do everything the right way. And I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, things don't always turn out the way, you know, you might want them to. But I feel like just being able to be a part of a loving fan base that's going to support no matter what is beautiful. You know, just having like the experience of just yelling, let's go and feeling like all the castle rock, you know, as they yell it back. It's it's uh, this thing that you can't really put into words, you know. It's just like an experience that I'm always have. Oh, and you led the Let's Go Hokies channel in a football game, right? Oh, yeah, when you were wearing yeah. the overalls, West yeah. Virginia, right? Mm, no, the over, yeah, yeah, no, that was that was dope. That's something that almost felt surreal. Like, I remember being on like an adrenaline high afterwards, <laughs> like, with uh, Brian Cox. We just like. I don't know. It was crazy. It was like 60-something thousand people. Yeah. And, I met, and you're leading the chance. That yeah, was I'm, ring night, right? Yeah, that yeah. was ring night. I met uh, I met Mike Vick that night, too. He's a super, super nice guy. Just, uh, you know, just experiences like that, you know, being on the field with my teammates, wearing some overalls. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's dope. So, I don't know. I, I, I just I take mental screenshots of all that stuff, you know, just to, just to have, just for life. So what's the story behind those overalls? I know that yeah. uh, you put something, I think it was on Twitter. This yeah. gets X amount of likes. Yeah. And it was like a really low number. Yeah. We were like, there's no way. Like 35,000 kids go to this yeah. school and you're like, 1,000 likes and I'll wear overalls. You must, you wanted to wear the overalls. I didn't think that that was going to blow up the way. It, my tweets weren't really going crazy at that time. But that tweet, I said like 1,000 likes in like however long. But I wound up getting like 4,000. It was 4, like an 000. hour or two. It, was like, it, it, took like, long. it took like 45 minutes for me to get that 1,000 likes. That's that. That tweet wound up getting like four thousand likes, but I'm a man of the people. I had to I had to do some work, some work though because uh, the store over here was sold out. Oh, I can't man. remember which one it's called, but I had to just tweet it, just trying to find some, and a couple people came through for me, and I rocked was it. Them. Was it Campus Emporium? Well, Campus Emporium, they were sold out at the time that oh, I was trying to get so them from. Yeah. So, yeah, I just somebody on Twitter just trying to hit me back, and you know, big thanks to that to them. You know, that was awesome. So, what, yeah. what will you remember most about your basketball career at Virginia Tech? Um, just seeing that confetti fall. Watch a hundred Couture drop 31, 32, <laughs> whatever. What was it? Was it 32? I thought it was 30. I think three, I, I but I could have three. It was a lot. Not, it was a lot, man. Watching Couture drop 40, you know, at the, at, the, at the, no, but that, that was dope. Just like, I don't know, just being in moments like that, just like slowing down a little bit and just having the opportunity to just take it all in. You know, I feel like this time has gone by so fast. It's, it's, it seems like it's taking forever when you're in the middle of it. You know, you're tired, you're sore, but you know, when you, when you reflect on everything, I don't know, it was such a, it was such a crazy like time that all went by so fast, you know. What was that run like? Like, kind of take us back. Um, it was a situation where you had to do four and four days mm -hmm. uh, playing on day two in the ACC tournament. Coach Young has talked about how unconventional the the Barclays Center is, where you come in and then like there's a bus elevator type of thing going <laughs> yeah. on, and uh, just to be there. Um, take us through day one, game by game, all the way to winning the championship. Kind of the mindset, and you're like, okay, we we got one against Clemson. Darius has to hit that buzzer beater, mm -hmm. and then it seemed like it was game on from there. Yeah. Um, well, we just lost to Clemson that the game before the playoff started last year. Um, so just losing to them, we just knew that we'd have to see them, you know, first round again. And they got a solid team. I think they beat us, what was it, two, two times this year. They got a really good team, some really good players on that team. Um, 
So just going back into that game, knowing like this is just this is just round one, and we we you know we already got a you know got a tough one ahead of us. So just locking in. I think at that point in the season, our team was already so locked. We won like I don't know we. We won a crazy win streak, and we just weren't losing. Yeah, for it was like it was like twelve of thirteen, yeah. Or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I think we lo- we lost the UNC and we lost the Clemson, but that was like the only two losses that we had. Like once February began, like from February to thick through March, like we we won a crazy run. And I think that was just everybody on our team, like from top to bottom, everybody just buying in and just being there for each other. Uh, like mainly defensively, I think that was the biggest thing because we 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 had guys that could score. We got great play calls that can get us an easy bucket, you know, at like whenever and whenever he decides to call them, you know. So just like just knowing that like we got great plays, we got great players, and then last year was just you know unde- undeniable. I feel like we got to a point where we're just super connected. Okay, this this is a little bit of a side note, but you mentioned play calls. Do you have like a favorite play <laughs> call from from yeah. my, that Mike calls when Mike calls yeah. it? You're like. Oh, I know I'm scoring here. Like, oh, is there a, is me, there, is there yeah. a favorite play that you yeah. love running in this offense? I would say my favorite plays are the ones where I'm the passer. I like getting assists. <laughs> I like to I like to get a good assist. Any play where I got uh, hundred words for hundred couture, you know, hundred getting him a shot is always uh, ideal. Uh, he's a sniper, you know. what I mean, yeah. so just being able to play with guys that are such great. Um, I can't give away the play calls, by the way. No, yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I but I I do know that that Mike calls them like. Like yeah. he had a he had a play call after named after like Storm's dog mm, and like yeah. like He'll just name him after random people like yeah if you if you want to get a play name after you all you do is ask him he'll <laughs> do it nah, Mike Young is David Cunningham name. David Cunningham yeah, that'll be it. that's like that's literally exactly how it how it, how it is and how the plays sound like it's just sometimes he'll name him after like old rock stars and stuff like that <laughs> okay and nobody knows who this person is <laughs> except that's for what, him yeah but that's what the plays called so we just run it yeah well speaking of coach you know you talked about before we got on the air how mm. some legendary coaches have retired this year Mike Bray Jim Beheim, Coach K last year Roy Williams before that mm-hmm. uh, Mike Young just you know maybe not on the national landscape he's very respected across the league no doubt about it and across the country but one of those guys that has always been a Hokie grew up in this area loves yeah. Virginia Tech talk about Mike Young being not only a fantastic coach and having great character but also the times where he can be a character yeah. the popcorn he gets in that squatting position <laughs> when he's coaching he's coaching yeah. on his stool he's one of those you know charismatic coaches yeah. talk a little bit about that yeah he gets amped um we'll watch we'll watch film and sometimes it'll just be a clip of him like spreading back on defense with us on the own little <laughs> side you know we can't move that with <laughs> no but that's but that's my guy though He's such a he's a, he's he's super funny, um, just a great guy to be around. He has a lot of sayings that a lot of times you won't really know what they mean, but you got to reach from a, he's from a different generation. So <laughs> uh, I'll try to think of something that he might say. Um, he would say something like that. Tough, tough as a pine nut. He yeah. said it before. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you guys do? Do you guys have like a Mike Young impression? I can't do the impression. Hunter Hunter Couture does it really. No, I'm well. sure Hunter. Yeah, Hunter killed it. <laughs> it's just it's just like a. I might have to ask Hunter to do the impression for me. Once yeah, he'll say something like like bow your neck. Like he'll be he'll be like bow your neck before we play a game. Like, I have no idea. I guess it just means like get ready. So like, like I feel like it's just another way of saying it. I respect it. It's but it's just but like, everybody else is looking around the locker room. Yeah, right, like, like, nobody what is he knows talking what that means. About? I had to ask what it meant because he, he was he was so he was so amped so turns up for a game like bow your neck you're ready to play and I had to turn to somebody like, do you know what that means like I have, I have no idea what we talking about. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, talk a little bit about who who's kind of 
coming up next. Somebody that um, maybe we're not expecting, but yeah. that's a dog in the locker room right now, mm. or an incoming freshman that you really expect to uh, yeah. have a big year next year. Yeah, uh, I've been, I've been trying, I've been trying to put everybody on LinkedIn. I've been telling everybody he's probably the hardest worker on our team. He's in the gym every single day. Um, but in terms of somebody who might not get the recognition right now that they deserve, I would definitely say Linkid. Sean Padula should have won most improved player, uh, you know, in the ACC. I got super proud of the jump that he's made. And I feel like as, as you know, he gets just continues to work, you know, it's kind of, just continues to be confident. That's going to even be better next year. So super excited for him. Our freshman Rodney, I could go down the list and say I'm super, I, I, all these guys really like, once like given a bigger you know role, given them more space to play, I'm super excited to see what both MJ Collins and Rodney Rice have to offer. And I feel our, our our I could just keep going. Yeah, our red shirts they just worked all season. So then for them not to be able to show themselves. A follow up to that: Who is going to be tasked with filling your ginormous shoes on the court and and playing your role uh, in the rotation? Um, or is it going to be a combination of multiple people? I, I don't know. I think the landscape of college basketball is really interesting. You know, we, I think we got Darren Buchanan, who's a super, who's a super talented player. Uh, he can do a lot of things on the court that he showed me this year. So just being able to, you know, learn from him and, and you, know, you know, put some, you know, lessons to him too. That was just a super uh, great experience for the both of us, I think. So I think he's primed for a takeoff this year. But then in terms of like, it would, would you know, I guess filling a role. Um, I would say the. The, the transfer portal is a crazy space right now. You really have no idea what's going to happen in college basketball, especially with NIL and, you know, that new landscape added to it. Um, I feel like it changes a lot. And the offseason is really a question mark at this point in basketball. That's just my opinion. I have no idea. Yeah. I'm not involved in those conversations. I just think that's from my perspective. That's just what I see. You never really know what's going to happen with college basketball. Well, you mentioned NIL a little bit. Um, obviously, last year you had the you know the Powell Bank Caro posterizer, the dunk, mm -hmm. and then you had a poster deal. Yeah. And outside of that, but also just in, in general, how has NIL kind of changed your life, impacted your life? Anything specific that, that Triumph has done to kind of help you get more opportunities? What has this ever-changing landscape kind of helped you and maybe change your perspective on stuff. Yeah, uh, truly just a blessing to be able to, you know, capitalize off my name and likeness, you know, just the, the hard work that I put in on the court to be able to, like, you know, financially capitalize off it. I, I view, you know, education as a as a form of uh, as compensation as well. Like, I, I'm super grateful that I was able to get my degrees for free. People go into debt for life, you know, having to do, you know, having to take out loans for stuff like that really putting me in opportunities, putting me in spaces just of being able to meet and help, uh, you know, so many people. Um, I was hooked up with the opportunity to help out up in Roanoke with a, with a youth group, just being able to use my presence and my, you know, I don't know, my perspective and experience to benefit the youth. That was such a blessing for me just to be able to, you know, be a resource. Is, is that, is that the boys and girls club? Yeah. What? Okay. So I, I've seen you, pictures of, of mm -hmm. that what is that like how much oh, yeah. do you in, enjoy that being yeah I, I know i know probably a lot of them don't necessarily view at you as justin the virginia tech basketball player yeah. a lot of you them just probably view you as justin yeah i mean i, I hope that's i hope that's what it is I, I don't want any form of like separation from you know them just wanting to learn more and just being able to teach them whatever i have to offer uh the west end center up in roanoke they're, they're awesome the the leaders over there are doing an amazing job just being able to, you know, give these kids resources. Um, I had the opportunity to run the 5K with them. There's like a, the spooky, the spooky sprint. 
um it was that was so dope just being able to run with the kids after you know I, whenever i go up there we just have conversations we play basketball it's just fun you know just being able to have those those talks with them but just being able to i don't know show that i care i guess is the the biggest opportunity that i was afforded this year i don't think i would have been able to be put in that situation had uh i not been in contact with uh you know trying so what do the next couple of months look like for you? Like when, uh, how long are you going to be in Blacksburg mm -hmm. for? Uh, we saw you at both the women's games uh, the last couple of nights here. Um, but what do these next couple of weeks to a couple of months look like for you? Yeah. Um, well, I'll probably just, you know, stay here. I'll just continue to work out for a little while. Um, but I got a few things coming up soon. Just got invited to a few different uh, events, you know, for you know, as, as the season's winding down. So super excited for that. Uh, just going through the whole just going through this whole, I guess, pro process now, just trying to move into this next phase of my life. Um, working through a lot of different um, endeavors, I guess you could say. Um, I'm really, I, who knows where I'll end up in the future, but I know that with what I've done up to this point, I'm proud of myself. You know, I just feel like whatever happens next is going to be a, a, another blessing. So I, I don't know. I feel like. I'm excited for the future, regardless of what happens. Yeah. You mentioned that just the other day you were talking to Storm Murphy. Mm -hmm. You have plenty of uh, past and former teammates that have also played uh, professionally, mm -hmm. both in the NBA landscape, but also overseas and, sure. in different leagues like that. Have you seeked out guidance from any of them as you kind of begin this journey for yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you mentioned I talked to Storm recently. Storm's doing really well over over in Germany. I shouldn't. I don't know if I should give his location, but <laughs> he's, he's doing. He he's probably doing well. he probably is sharing where he is there no, all the time. With everybody. <laughs> I was gonna say true. I think we all knew that. Yeah, so. Storm's the dude though. He's he's having a great time outside of just the basketball part of it. You know, traveling the world basically for free. You're getting paid to travel the world. Getting paid to meet new people, experience new cultures and stuff like that overseas. Kevin is doing great. Um, just talked to him. I texted him earlier today. So just being able to talk to just those two guys from that Hokie Nation might know, but then just a lot of other people that I know overseas making a career for themselves. And then also, you know, G League and, and you know, even in the NBA, just guys who just went through the process, um, you know, about different things, you know, summer things that they got going on, you know, agents, agent stuff. Um a lot of different conversations are being had, but then just, you know, just navigating through it all and then just staying present, slowing down and being grateful, really. I know you've mentioned how much you value education. ACC Scholar Athlete of the Year last year. What are some of the favorite classes you've taken, yeah. whether it's been at Virginia Tech or at other places? What have you, any professors that, that you really, really love, what yeah. has your experience in the classroom been like? Yeah, um, I've uh me personally i'm the type of person that i like to talk in class like not like i'm a, not, not like a distraction but i like to participate in like conversation yeah. like i want to debate you know so i feel like i learn best in that kind of environment so my favorite classes have been classes that were structured in that you know in that kind of way because i the best i feel like the best way to learn is to have your ideas challenged and then to build upon that because who, who there's no you know objective right or correct answer a lot of times so I don't know. I think like philosophy is super interesting. That was probably my favorite class I took it at, that I've taken in my entire college, you know, experience. It was, it was like a religion and philosophy class. I took it my last year at Delaware. I nearly failed it, but I think like I just it was more about what I learned, you know, how I grew. Um, but just being able to go through that classes like that, you know, have professors that are passionate about their topic, and you know, it's just you're able to just benefit so much more if you if you care about what you're learning about you know and i know the uh the, the people that help you in terms of um i'm, I'm forgetting their title um 
but the people who help you in terms of you and all of your teammates, um, I know Elise mm -hmm. it was was one of yeah. them. I know she's battling cancer and everything mm -hmm. right now. I, I'm sure you saw what Tyrese Radford did for her yeah, for at, sure. at Texas A&M. How, how much do those academic support, academic yeah. advisors mean to you and just your journey? I know you've had probably so many throughout your, yeah. your three different stops. For sure. Um, they, I mean, they mean all the difference. You know, we got a shout-out, Elise. She's the bomb. I talked to Elise, like, probably two or three times a week. That's really my girl. We're like, it's like one of my best friends. So to, you know, as she's, as she's battling, I'm, I'm more inspired. I'm more motivated to just be better. Um, I'm super grateful for the, you know, the imprint that she's had on my life. You know, I wouldn't have been able to do the things academically that I've done if, you know, had I not had her, you know, so just, um, I'll just always, you know, just sending blessings out to her. But, you know, now we got a bunch of people who are around our, you know, our program that just help a whole lot. We got Alex. Uh, Miss Blend does a, a ton. Um, our team doesn't have the level of success that it's had. No team has the level of success, success that it's able to achieve if it doesn't have the people who don't take any, you know, form of, like, publicity. They just want to be behind the scenes and do their work. And that's where every program's kind of made. You talk about how much importance you put in learning and, and how about teaching? Um, mm. It just seems like, you know, Mike Young has talked about you being such an incredible basketball mind. Um, say your pro career is done. Maybe it's 10 years from now um, or even further. Do you see coaching in your future? Could you see yourself on Mike Young's staff someday back here at Virginia Tech or anywhere yeah. else? Because I could totally see you being like a yeah. Ace Custis type of guy that comes back. You seem to love Virginia Tech so mm -hmm. much that you'd coach for Mike Young someday. Yeah, um, I'm not against. It. I'm not opposed to it at all. I would love to. I would love to be able to coach. I'd love to be able to influence. You know, the younger whatever younger generation it might be at that time. When I'm older, it'll probably be college. You know, college people, but. Like I need to, you know, just learn and grow a whole lot more to be able to give back the, to be actual resource, you know, to people at this level. If I was the coach right now, I'd be coaching like middle school kids or high school kids. <laughs> I got a lot of information that I could give to them to help them get to this level. So once I am able at a better level, I'll have a different perspective of where I'm at now, you know, than I can while I'm in it. Um, but to have the opportunity to come back and coach at all would be a blessing. But at Virginia Tech would be a dream, you know, to be able to be back in, you know, the, you know, castle. That'd be dope. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Mike always, Mike Hunter has said that he wants to be a coach yeah. someday. And yeah. I know he's always in Mike's office. Mm -hmm. And what is it like playing with him and his basketball IQ? Yeah. I know there are other smart guys on the team, mm -hmm. but, but would you be surprised at all if Hunter, like two years yeah. from now, Hunter's like, on Mike's staff as like a GA. Yeah, well, Hunter can make a lot of money playing basketball. First and foremost, he could make a lot of money for a long time because he's he's so savvy, he's so smart, he works so hard, super athletic. Um, yeah, Hunter, great defender, sniper. I go down the list, just keep complimenting him. I hope you don't listen to this. I never say it to his face, <laughs> but uh, no, nah, Hunter's that dude, and I could definitely see him being a being the coach here. I would love to be on the staff if Hunter was a head coach. Like that would be dope to be a part of that staff. Cause I know that program would be building the right things. You know, not every coach is. You know, not, not every coach has those good morals and is just a you know a good person. But you know, when you got that from the top, it just trickles down to the bottom. You know, you look at with our program, we got great players, great. I mean, great coaches, um, great people, honestly. So, and then you look at you know like the women's team. You know, you got Kenny Brooks all the way down the line you just great people great characters and it just comes down to just being you know solid and just starting with a good person at the top you know you go you look down the list of the many teammates you've had of course you have relationships with all of them but does one or two stick out that you're like you know 30 30 years from now that that's the guy that i'm i'm still going to be 
really, really tight friends with. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd say probably, yeah. Like, a bunch of my guys from my old schools, of course. But then, like, I'd, from this team, definitely Grant. That's my guy. Elijah, I could be cool with Lynn, uh, Hunter, for the for, for longest time. You know, Darius, my guy. Yeah, I mean, it just, it's just, it's not even about basketball in our, on our program. Like, everybody is just cool with everybody, you know. So just to be around, like, a brotherhood like that, where we're all cool before basketball, after basketball, it's just it's dope because it's more about like a life thing than it is about like a sport thing you know so how do you get so close with grant was only here for a year right yeah. and a lot of those other guys you same, played with yeah, for same with Elijah, yeah. yeah so yeah what, just being what, able, just hanging out you know just spending time together it doesn't really matter how long you know somebody like you just you can get to know anybody in like a, a short period of time if you i don't know if you want to those are your guys you know those are my dudes so just hanging out with them all the time it was just a lot of fun this year you know last year too you know i got real close with storm I only knew him for a year. Yeah, and that's my true. guy now. We talk all the time. Keve, I only knew Keve for about two years. Hunter, me and Hunter have been on each other for three years now. And it's, it's been so awesome. Just to, just guys like that, you know, I'll always be able to look at these guys, be motivated, talk to these guys whenever, you know, just learn. So, Time for a speed round? Yeah, well, I, I was going to ask you one more one more thing. Um, we were joking earlier about Syracuse and playing the 2-3 zone. Mm-hmm. Um you are one of two Virginia Tech basketball players. Yeah. Three between the men and the women. Shout out we Georgia. can't we can't yeah, I was gonna say yeah. we can't not shout out Georgia yeah. anymore. Um but you're one of three Virginia Tech basketball players ever to have a triple double. Mm. What is what is that like what does that mean to you? Anytime my name is mentioned in the company at Georgia Amore, I feel like I've made it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like no, that's dope though. You know, that's that's hard to do in college, you know, to be able to do that. So I don't know. It's it's dope. Just uh, you can't do it if I don't have you know great teammates. You know what I mean? That's dope. Just I don't know. I remember that game like it was yesterday. They were just making shots. They could not miss. <laughs> so I don't know. That's dope. I yeah. su- I assume the part of that you, that you're most proud of are, are the assists, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. I love a good assist. <laughs> I, do. <laughs> I do. I do love a good assist. Um, yeah, sometimes sometimes too much, I guess. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and, and kind of build off that just for a second before we go um, into that. You talked about before we got on the air, the women are having, you know, an yeah. unprecedented year, breaking all kinds of records, doing so many things that they've never done before in, mm-hmm. in program history. Uh, just what can you what is that relationship like? You know, I remember sitting in on a couple of practices and. They're getting their treatment, and there's a glass there's a glass window mm-hmm. o- over there in the Han Hurst Center, and they're, like, getting their treatment in the trainer's room. They're watching your guys' practice. What is the interaction like between Kenny's team and your team? Yeah. Are you guys close throughout the season? Do you guys hang out together? But, you know, what has it been like to see them go on yeah. this run that they're doing? Oh, man, it's awesome. I'm super proud of them because they're all, they're all amazing people, you know. Like, if you talk to any one of them, they all have, like, a super high GPA. Like, they're always in the gym working hard, always in, the, in like, the training room taking, you said, taking care of their body doing like doing the right things you never hear anything about them you know doing any kind of nonsense or anything so they're just awesome they're role models to us too because it's just how hard they work awesome speed round time fellas yeah that sounds good to me all right david want you want to kick us off yeah uh do you have a favorite food spot in Blacksburg? In Blacksburg, of course. Everybody loves Elrods. Elrods, El- El- okay. El- you a- ACP guy, right? Huge ACP guy. I love the Edos Compoyo, and then I go to um. I go to Lefties too. Get a chicken club. Ooh. That's good with the soup. All right. Where did the nickname El Nino come from? I'm not gonna lie to you. I just made it up one day. <laughs> <laughs> I just made it up, and then I remember I was in the trainer room. I was like, "Yeah." I was telling Hunter and like the our trainer Hisham. 
Um, but you guys got to call me El Dino now. <laughs> and then for some reason, it just it just carried caught, over. They just caught on. They wouldn't call. They still won't call me that. But so, no, but Brian, 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 Brian Cox started doing that, and then everybody, it just kind of took off after that. So most of the time, when you get a nickname, <laughs> someone else gives it to you. That's Justin Moss is like, I will be referred to as El Nino from yeah. now on, and I love it because it caught on. So I don't care. I, <laughs> look, no, I thought it was funny. I did not expect it to catch on. I just thought it was funny. So just, what made yeah. you think of it? Mm-mm. I, I think. I don't know. I really have no idea. All right, who who is who is the funniest teammate from this year's team? From this year's team, we got a lot of funny dudes. It's it's like a mixture. It's like everybody's personality just comes out more when we get together. I feel like we're all similar. Um, I think Lynn's I think Lynn's kind of funny. I think he's kind of funny sometimes, depending on, <laughs> depending on what he's talking about. Uh, Grant, Hunter, and Elijah. I'd say those are my those are my four that I think are funny. Seems like a, you guys could probably make a pretty good comedy club. Yeah. All right. So how about all encompassing land. all three years here? All three years. Yeah. The funniest, the funniest uh, overall teammate you've played with at Virginia Tech. <laughs> Is it Storm? <laughs> It'll either be Storm or Naheem. Naheem's really funny. I think Naheem is hilarious. I think he's hilarious. I don't know why. Yeah, that's my guy though. Interesting. All right, favorite uniforms that uh, you guys have ever worn here yeah. at Virginia Tech. I think, I think the orange ones from this year are with the script. Yeah, with the, super clean, and I also like the black ones just because you know just some black jerseys. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I got to get all mine pretty soon, so I, I don't, I'm gonna I'm gonna get all of them, get them framed or something like that. I don't know. There you go. I just got my Delaware jerseys back too, so I'm excited about mm, that. Nice. What? Did you have a go-to meal in the Student Athlete Performance Center? Yeah, the scrambled eggs. Mm. And then I just get a bunch of stuff in it. A lot of people just get like eggs and cheese, but that's basic. I feel like you gotta <laughs> you gotta do all the extra extra stuff. You gotta put the peppers in there, tomatoes, onions, cheese. Are you a, are you a big food guy? My big food guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, do you cook a lot? Um, some people would kill. <laughs> no, <laughs> some people would. If I say yeah right now, a lot of people would be like. Who know me know I do not cook, so no, I can't even sit here and lie. Are there guys on the team that do cook a lot? Yeah, there are some guys that really do. That they cook often. I think Lynn cooks a lot. Um, Grant cooks. Uh, I know Hunter. Hunter has like his go-to wing recipe. Oh, nice. Him, ask him about it. So he's he loves talking about. What's he doing on the air fryer, the grill? I, I, I don't know how he does it. I'm really not sure. But he talks about it. He says he's like always super excited to make them. Yeah. So nice. I gotta try them one day. Awesome. If you could play another sport here at Virginia Tech, what would it be? Another sport here? I don't know. Any of them would kill me right now. Um, <laughs> do we have a ping pong team? No. <laughs> do we have a ping pong team? No. I don't think. Oh, maybe okay. club or probably something. Club. Probably yeah. club. Um, that's tough. But um, probably track. I think I want to run track. Did you do that? Did you do track and field in high school? In high school, yeah. I ran. Uh, well, I did the high jump hmm. for a little while. My PR was terrible. It wasn't good. I just I had no form. I had absolutely no form. I just ran and jumped. So interesting. How yeah. about a go-to pregame playlist? Pregame playlist. Can't say I do. I can't say I do. Uh, I don't really listen to music too much for the game. I just like it's. Liz said the same thing when yeah. we had Liz Kitley on. Interesting. Mm. She well, she probably listens to Taylor Swift, but no, <laughs> <laughs> knowing her, um, I I so I asked I asked this to some of my friends. If if you could create your own concert and have mm. any three artists play together, who mm. who would who would be Ooh. your three artists? 
I might get I might get dragged for my for my three. Um, it's personal well, opinion. This is a broad question. I don't know. It just depends on my mood and my vibe at the yeah. time. Um, I'm a big fan of Tyler the Creator as a as like a artist. I just think he's super dynamic. Um, just the things that he's created, um, TV shows. He has a fashion line. His music is always super innovative. He's uh, he's produces all of this stuff. So I think he's I think he would be a part of that show in some way. Um, uh, I think um, I think Lil Wayne and, and Tyler Crater would be a good combo, and then you got to have somebody who like can sing. <laughs> Is Rihanna a valid answer? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Go I ahead. Like I, That's a pretty okay. good concert. I feel like that'd be a good concert. Yeah, you probably sell uh, out. Whatever. Do it definitely sell out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another question. This is more basketball related, but is who would you say? I know you're a big defensive guy. Who would you say is the toughest person in your career at Virginia Tech that you've had to guard in the to guard? ACC? Yeah, I would say Paolo. Really? Yeah. Really? I remember being on the show like last year, and that was asking the same question. Like that was the that was the answer. Now he was he's he was tough, man. He was he was a good player, super super talented. You know, he was like six nine, six ten, like two forty, two thirty. So dunked yeah. on him though. Hey, look, I got, <laughs> I got mine, but he got he got more he got more on me that game than I got on him. So I respect to him, you know, and good luck for him in his career. Fair sure. enough. All right, yeah. I think I think one last one or two two more for you here. Mm. First one being if you could play in any arena, mm. um, and it could be like a football stadium, like a Final Four type mm. atmosphere. If you could play anywhere in the country, where would you want to play? Like what what's the scenario of the team I'm on? Uh Let's say it's a let's say it's let's a Virginia, say Tech, Virginia team, Tech team, but like yeah. say say if you're somebody that obviously you didn't, but like yeah. for somebody that like I grew up in Syracuse, I would want to play in the dome. Okay. You know, like for instance, yeah. like something that means something to you, or mm. just like the biggest stadium possible, or whatever it is. Yeah, um, I think I would want to play some in a somewhere in California. I don't know. I always feel the best. I feel the best when I'm in California. I don't yeah. know how to explain it. I just feel good out there. You know, like you land like you land in Miami, you got the plane. It's like fresh air, like. You know, the weather's nice. I just feel good out so there. you just like warm weather. I love warm weather. Yeah, so if I can okay. play somewhere where it's warm weather, it's like I already feel good waking up in the morning. And then I walk into the gym and I just feel great still because it's nice outside. <laughs> I don't know. Outside of the people, what will you remember most about Blacksburg and Virginia Tech? Um, Outside of the people and Virginia Tech? Uh, ooh. Because I know, I mean, you and I talk all the time, and you say the, the people are what, what make this place. Outside yeah. of the people, what will you remember most? Yeah. Um, I think just, like, the, the learning curve that I had to go through here. Just the, like, uh, I don't really know how to explain it. That, as well as as well as the views, I'd say that, too. Like, I, I go golfing over here at the, mm. some of the golf courses, and it's always just super nice. Like I don't even really. I'm, I'm terrible at golf, but like just just taking my time and learning how to slow down when I got here. Because there's not, to be honest, not a whole lot going on in Blacksburg, you know. But just like learning how to be okay with, I guess, slowing down and just a slower pace of life, you know. So, Justin, there are little kids that watch this show that have watched you your entire career here. Um, last question for you: How do you want to be remembered as a Virginia Tech Hokie? Um, I just hope that I'm remembered as a good person. You know, what I mean, as like a 
as like a relatable person. You know, I don't want any like separation between me and me and anybody else. You know what I mean? Uh, I love talking to people. I love just being a part of the community. So in the same way that I'm gonna remember tech as like a beautiful, amazing place full of great people. I'd hope that they remember me as like that same kind of like, you know, good person, you know, I'm like in, in and out. I try to be. Yeah, so I guess that'd be the main thing for me. Basketball is what it is. Everybody's going to have their own memory of that. But. Well, I think you knocked that out of the park. No Thanks. doubt about it. Uh, I think that's exactly how people will remember you. Thank you so much for your time yeah. today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for coming on, man. For sure. Absolutely. All right. That was Justin Mutz, one of the best to ever do it here at Virginia Tech. We can't thank him and Triumph NIL enough for hooking this one up. For Justin Mutz, for David Cunningham, I'm Giovanni Heater signing off for this edition of the Triumph Spotlight, and we'll see you next time.